Hi there, this is Austin Hetzler, the pastor of Christ the Rock Church of Elyria, Ohio. We at Christ the Rock are humbled and grateful to be a part of your sanctification today as you listen to this sermon. But at the same time, we want to encourage you to be a member of a good local church and not to allow online sermons to replace the local church and to benefit from the life of that church and to give your spiritual gifts back to that church. Having said that, our website is www.christrockchurch.com. If you go there, you can find sermons, blogs, and other resources as well as our location and service times. You can also listen to the sermons on Bible Thumping Wingnut, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. I, along with the membership of Christ the Rock Church, pray that this sermon will be a blessing to you. All right. Good morning, church. Um, today we are on our finale of the fruit of the spirit. Today is uh, gentleness and self-control. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, um, we come before you and we just thank you for your word. We thank you that it is truly a lamp unto our feet, that it guides us, it should direct us. Uh, we should always be thinking about it, Lord, and that, Lord, uh, that as we go through the fruit of the Spirit, Lord God, and we come to the conclusion that, Lord, uh, it's just a conclusion of a series, but it's something that we will continually think upon, Lord God, and pray that this fruit of the Spirit that comes solely from you would be manifested in each one of your believers. Lord, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So gentleness and self-control. Um, but I always recap. First week, what did we talk about? Love. Love, right? And, and, and the word for love there is agape, meaning unconditional love. It's only a love that can come from God. And when we talk about the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit is exactly that. Christians have the corner market on the fruit of the Spirit. So, so, so all the fruit is only manifested in believers, right? Uh, even though it have, if you take all of the, the, the love, joy, peace, etc., the world tries to mimic that. But what do they do? They run it through the dirt, Right, it, it just it just it just does not truly get manifested as it could only come when you are controlled, spirit controlled. So agape love. Um, second week we learned about joy and peace, and only Christians can understand true joy, even through hard times. Um, we have that joy. What gives us that joy is that look to the future, that day of glorification. Right. Um, when we will finally be in the presence of our Lord and we will have no sin and everything will be incredible. Um, and there's that peace that passes understanding that only Christ can give to us. Um, it is that peace, not as the world talks about peace, right? When everything's going well, but it's that peace when you're in the middle of the battle, when all hell is breaking loose around you you have that peace that only Christ could give. And fourth week, we learned about goodness and faithfulness. Um, 
you know, it, it's again, two incredible fruit. Um, goodness comes, like I said, can only come from the Spirit. Because I tell you what, the flesh cannot produce this type of goodness, right? And, 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 and uh, the faithfulness that is needed to have that self, what we're getting into, the gentleness and self-control. So please follow me in your Bibles. We're going to read through uh, our text for one final time um, for, for, this, for this series. Uh, Galatians 5, 16 through 25. And I, I have the ESV version here. But I say, walk in the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of, your, of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are what? They're against the Spirit. And the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. There's that constant battle, right? Um, For these things are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works, notice that is plural, right? As opposed to when we're going to be talking about the fruit, the works of the spirit of the, of the works of the flesh are evident sexual immorality impurity sensuality idolatry sorcery enmity strife jealousy fits of anger rivalries dissensions divisions envy drunkenness orgies and things like these so, that, again, that's where I always say that's the dot, 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 dot. He could just kept going, right? He could have just kept on going for the works of the flesh. He says, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have been crucified with the flesh and its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Again, This is an incredible gift that we've been given through the Holy Spirit, right? These fruit, right? Uh, We should not, that that last line, let us not become conceited, provoking one another and envying uh, uh, one another. We can get puffed up. We can can let this be puffed up because what, what do we do? We start thinking that the fruit of the Spirit is something that comes from us. And it doesn't, right? It's manifested only through the power of the Holy Spirit. So uh, we got to be careful about that. That's, that's a, well, it's a warning at the end. So today, let's first look at gentleness. This, again, this is another misconstrued world, a word by the world, right? Um, gentleness is, um, with, with males, it seems it's a, you're a pushover, right? If, if you're a gentle male, you're a pushover, you're effeminate, uh, and and with women, women uh, and, and truthfully, women are more gentle than men. I think by nature, you know that's that's the way, way God made them. Uh, 
but it has a bad connotation when you look at it through a worldly view. Now, when you take that and you look at it through a biblical view, uh, what is biblical gentleness, right? Um, 1 Peter 2.1 gives us an idea around that. It says, it says, so put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk that by it may grow, you may grow up into salvation if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. That gentleness that comes is by, it's, it's a humbleness that we have about us. Um, it's, it's not weakness. It is strength under control, right? Um, and it is given by the Spirit, and it grows, it should grow through our walk, right? Through our sanctification um, as we become more and more mature. That is something that we need to gain. Uh, you know, it, it just kind of goes against the grain. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of the, uh, the, the, the old grumpy man, get off my lawn, I, I, you know, type thing. And, and we, people, older people, and I am one of them, I'm 60, you know, tend to, to get short sometimes in, in, in later on in life. Um, but we need to be reminded also, this, this is something that reminded me just by studying this, is that I've got to let my gentleness show through, right? Um, a great example of gentleness in the Bible is displayed in Moses, right? Um, you, you think Moses, I mean, you, you've all seen probably the Ten Commandments, right, on TV and stuff like that. And he was by no means uh, a wimp, right? He even, you know, ended up murdering one of the Pharaoh's guards, right? Uh, but now it says in Numbers 12.3, it says, Now the man, of, the man Moses was very meek, more than all the people who were on the face of the earth. Now, this is also after he had a meeting with God, right? And, and, and he had that whole, he had, had such a glow about him that he had to put something over his face, kind of freak the people out, right? Uh, but meek is another word for gentleness. And, uh, you know, the, so the word meek in the, in the text means, means gentle. And, of course, our ultimate example in all of meekness and gentleness is Christ himself, right? Um, he says in Matthew, and this is Jesus speaking, Matthew eleven twenty nine. he says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. <clears throat> That's coming from our Savior that learn from me. He's our example, right? He's our example. Be gentle and lowly of heart. Man, is that hard to do. That is so difficult to do, especially for males. I think for males, it is very, we all want to be this, you know, testosterone, you know, oh, oh, you know, type guys. And, you know, that's Jesus saying, learn from me. We need to follow his example. 
to be gentle and lowly in heart. You know, I didn't put this down, but, you know, another verse that comes to mind in Romans chapter 12. Don't think of yourselves more highly than you ought. That takes the, the gentleness. And, and when we speak of a gentle person, we're not speaking of somebody who is reserved or fearful. Let's remember that. That is, that is not what we're talking about here. Rather, the biblical view of gentleness assumes strength. It assumes strength, the biblical version. Uh, no one who has ever walked on earth has had absolute power except our Lord. Right? And um, except our Lord Jesus, and who was the very God of the universe. Think about that. He was the most gentle and lowly of heart. But this is the creator of the universe that we're talking about here. That's, that's our example. However, Jesus did not exercise his strength in an abusive manner, as, as we see uh, most people do, right, if, if they're working in the flesh. He never used it to bully others. He was all-powerful. He could have done anything he wanted to, and he never used it to uh, bully others. Rather, he tempered his strength with gentleness. He tempered his strength with gentleness. He stood for the truth uh, when it was appropriate, but he also gave grace to sinners like the woman at the well. I remember the, you know, the sermon that you did you know, around the woman at the well. That was, that was fantastic. And, and really, um, he, he, like the woman at the well, and um, what, what happens through his gentleness in, in, in talking to them and just giving the straight words. He didn't mince words. Being, by the way, being gentle doesn't mean that we back off. Of, of, of the strength part of it. We've got to tell the truth, no matter how hard it was. And if you remember Jesus talking to the woman at the well, did he berate her? He talked, he, you just think, you could sit there and listen to that conversation. He told her the truth, and that truth permeated her, right, to repentance. Enough repentance that she went to town knowing of her reputation and said, you've got to come hear this man. And they're like, who are you to, you know, do this? And, and, you know, so through that gentleness, he was able to talk, you know, to people and bring them to repentance. Um, you know, and this shouldn't surprise us. Uh, for God's nature is to be merciful on whom he wants to be merciful to. Right? Um, so when we think of gentleness, it is something that is not immediately manifested in our life, right? It is something that we've got to understand that is spirit-given. And the only way that we can manifest it in our life is if we're spirit-led. So don't let the flesh take over any of these fruit. Do a gate check on yourself, you know? And, and uh, when, when you're exercising these fruit, is it something that's coming from me or is it something that is because of the Holy Spirit working in me? So let's go to the next one now. We're going to be talking about self-control. Boy, that is, that's another one that's a challenge with me. 
self-control. Man, I don't know how many times I, I words come out of my mouth and I want to pull them back in. You know, the old joke, I, I need to peppermint my foot because I get, get it put in my mouth way too many times. Um, the, the ability to, and here's, here's something how these all kind of tie together. The ability to be gentle flows from the fruit of self-control. Think about that. You need that self-control to be gentle. God does not exercise his power in a chaotic or unbridled manner. Right? He is consistent across the board. He's perfect control of himself and thus able to combine his might with gentleness as he deals with us. I think, uh, you know, the word mercy comes to mind. Right? That because that gentleness and self-control that he has, um, will it last forever? No. You know, it's, it, it, there, there's a time coming. You know, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Right? Uh, there, people don't realize it. The unregenerated out there are living through an incredible period of grace. Um, but there is going to be a time. We'll get to that. Though we must never forget that God is all-powerful, we must imitate his gentleness and self-control with sinners. And, we, and that, that way we deal with those who cause us difficulty. And it will try your patience. But we need that gentleness and self-control to deal, deal with sinners. God's mercy and gentleness to the unrepentant sinners is not going to last forever, as I just said. One day they shall receive his wrath. And, um, you know, in, in a small way, it, it says we're, gonna, we're actually going to participate. The believers are going to participate in the judgment of the world. Uh, 1 Corinthians 6.2 says, Or do you not know that the saints will judge the world? We will be there when this happens. Until that day, we must imitate the gentleness of Jesus. Know that some who have been given mercy may be his elect and one day will come to saving faith. Because we don't know, right? We were, uh, Pastor mentioned that in our prayer this morning. I forget, I forget where. But we got to remember where we were at, right? When we were unrepentant sinners. So we got to have that in mind when we're talking to others and have that self-control. Um, Matthew uh, 5, 43-48 says, You have heard that it has been said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be, be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes the sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward will you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do, you not, even, do not even the Gentiles do the same? For therefore... You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. 
Be gentle with those to whom you have been severe, thereby imitating God's mercy to all who repent and believe. You know, you, you got to think this, the, the, the time's coming, you know, when, uh, you know, Paul in Acts, since we're, we're doing Acts, is going to reveal what it, that Christ died for everybody, not just the Jews. And when the Jews dealt with the Samaritans or those around them that were not Jews, how did they deal with them? Very severely, right? Very angrily. Um, now, you know, Jesus is laying down and evening the playing field here. Um, and it is against our nature to be gentle. I mean, I've, I've talked about this through this series where, you know, you, you have seen the street preachers that just, you know, all they're doing is they're using their Bible as a club and bloodying, you know, people as, as, as they walk by. Um, there's a balance. And that's one thing I noticed with the Lord. There is a balance in everything. You know, there, there's always the extreme of do nothing to beat people over the head with the Bible, right? Um, and I think that's truly, that balance is given to us through the fruit of the Spirit if we let it manifest in us. So be gentle with those who you have been severe, thereby imitating God's mercy to all who repent and believe. Um, you know, and again, there are so many verses in the Bible, right, um, that, that, that covers all the different fruits. I, I, there'd be no way I could get through them all. But a couple of them um, that I go through, it shows the plus and minuses. Of, of, of having the fruit or not showing the fruit. Um, you know, a positive is Second Samuel, you have given me the shield of your salvation and your gentleness made me great. That sounds like an oxymoron, right? Gentleness making me great. That, how, gentleness making me great. That, that it goes totally against the, what the world believes in gentleness, Right? Um, but the, God's gentleness, your gentleness, when he says that, he's, he's, he's giving that attribute to God, made me great. Um, and then the opposite, Psalm 25, 28 says, a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. We've seen people without self-control, and there's just it's just they fall to pieces. In, in due time, they will they will fall to pieces. They will be the destruction of themselves, right? If they cannot issue self-control and, and follow. But we all remember uh, uh, Jesus um, in Matthew five five says, "Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit." The earth. I mean, I'm a guy, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, warrior, right? And, and, and here, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Can a warrior be meek? Only a believer, right? Only a believer can be a warrior and be meek. 
it's, it's again, it's power under control. So, in conclusion here, Jesus indeed was a gentle man, but by no means a pushover. He could have done, he could have wreaked a lot of havoc on those that were beating him up and scarring him. And, and, and uh, you know, he could have, what is, how many angels, 10,000, 20,000, whatever, angels he could have called to save him and he chose to go through that for us. He denounced sin, and when he needed, he gave his life on his own accord. Not because the Romans and the Sanhedrin forced him to the cross, right? But because he willingly gave his life for our sins. As with patience, it takes much wisdom to remain self-controlled and gentle. It's not easy. This is something that needs to be practiced. Uh, But with the help of the Spirit, we can learn to be gentle without being pushovers. Okay? Remember that. You can be gentle, but you're not a pushover. Right? Uh, Let us strive towards this end today and let us exercise this gentleness and self-control that is spirit-driven. Hi there, this is Austin Hetzler, the pastor of Christ the Rock Church of Illyria, Ohio. We at Christ the Rock are humbled and grateful to be a part of your sanctification today as you listen to this sermon. But at the same time, we want to encourage you to be a member of a good local church and not to allow online sermons to replace the local church and to benefit from the life of that church and to give your spiritual gifts back to that church. Having said that, our website is www.christrockchurch.com. If you go there, you can find sermons, blogs, and other resources as well as our location and service times. You can also listen to the sermons on Bible Thumping Wingnut, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. I, along with the membership of Christ the Rock Church, pray that this sermon will be a blessing to you.